Today's interview at the One Year School podcast is with a dear friend with a rather unusual profession. Rosemary Blando is a movement educator. I have learned a lot about Rosemary and how movement can impact learning, or even allow learning to take place. Stay with us and find out how Rosemary is able to get her clients into their body and process information in a different way. I would ask any teacher who is listening to pay attention as there are some real gems in there that facilitate learning. You are listening to the One Year School podcast. Are you ready to activate your focus, to sharpen your memory and to release anxiety and stress? often caused by school? We are introducing experts and coaches who will enrich your life to become happy and healthy in body and mind. We also interview our students who not only have overcome dyslexia and other learning challenges, but they are thriving and leading the lives they desire and have been able to create. I am your host, Barbara Hoy, and in today's episode number six, I have the pleasure to chat to my friend Rosemary Blunder and how she enables students to create or open neural pathways through movement. The therapy that Rosemary is a part of is called Ageless Grace, which is based in neuroplasticity. Through a playful way, Rosemary is able to facilitate the stimulation of the brain, which is an ideal way to learn for children and anybody really, as they are encouraged to move various body parts to form letters or words or shapes. In a way, this therapy is able to wake up the part of the brain that is linked to this activated body part. And with music and movement, education gets integrated through the ingenious brain fitness program that has practical applications for parents and teachers alike. Rosemary is also going to be a trainer for Ageless Grace, so I believe this could be a great way to contact her and find out more about brain health activities. Well, today I've got the real honor to have someone here with a profession you probably have never heard of. And um, Rosemary, Rosemary Blunder, is a movement educator. And I have talked to her and I was really amazed how her way of explaining um, a way of getting learning into children's bodies. So getting people into their body and learning in a different way, in a much more intensive, in a much more incorporating way where um, it's opening neural pathways through the use of your body. How would you express that, um, Rosemary? Well, it's, a, it's really a, um, a method. The method we're talking about is uh, called ageless grace. And uh, ageless because it can be used for any age groups. It can be adapted to any age groups. And it is basically um, based on neuroplasticity and the fact that our brain can be uh, stimulated and uh, trained and uh, um, uh, through exercise. So basically, you know, for the children, uh, it's very, it's particularly good for children because they love moving their body. They've got all this energy. So you, you can demonstrate a letter with the body. You can uh, uh, show an animal with the body. You can actually move like the animal. You can, uh, you, it's all about using their imagination, the sense of fun, 
using music, which stimulates also the movement, and it's a it's a way of uh, of making um, any sort of um, message that you have, any sort of educational message, come to life, really. So you are using that, if I understand it correctly, not just for young learners who are starting to learn to read and write. You are actually using that for uh, adults as well who are uh, maybe stuck in some way of... Um, is it mainly, mainly that people see you if they find that they need to have an upgrade in their brain or is it mainly for people who are stuck somewhere? How would you say that, that it's most useful? Or who would it well, be most the, useful? Yeah, the program is really... Um, is really used, is really defined as brain health. You know, it's, it's called Ageless Waste Brain Health. So it is basically a brain fitness program. But um, let's say for uh, children, it's used by teachers, a 10-minute segment of Ageless Waste, perhaps before a, uh, a lesson on uh, reading and writing. Okay, so then they will stimulate the body, stimulate the neural pathways, get the children to spend some energy and uh, have fun before starting the class. So the that's how the teachers use it. A lot of teachers are actually educators of Asian's Grace. So that's used in a develop developmental and also in a, um, uh, in a, in a, within the structure of the education. Out in the community, it could be, you know, people who have, uh, who, who might have, carry a lot of weight. It could be people who have, haven't moved for a long time. People who hate exercise, formal type of exercise. And uh, because the program is uh, performed seated in a chair, it requires a lot of strategy from the mind to talk to the from the brain to talk to the body, to be able to do a lot of the things, pretending to swim in a chair, pretending to surf in a chair, all sorts of things, um, daily activities, uh, lots, it's, it's very, um, uh, you can really invent things as you go with it, it's nothing that is st structured in a way that is repetitive, so you change the music, you change the ideas, you change, you know, the... Um, the pictures that you move to, you know, different animals, different situations, pretending to cycle. There's all sorts of things like that. Um, very, um, it's, in, it's in the moment, really. It's, um, it sounds to me it's, like it's absolutely perfect for the current situation when people are more and more restricted in going outside. Absolutely. Absolutely, I can just it's imagine. Absolutely. And then for the, the, the older generation, it's, it's, it's a blessing because, you know, a lot of them are worried about, you know, falls. So it's, uh, it, uh, they're worried about, you know, not having the strength in the body. But this is strengthening their body whilst they are moving moving from the um, security and the stability of a chair. Yeah. See? And, and I find that chair, fascinating, but before coming back to younger children, um, you told yeah. me once about writing letters with your different body parts. I thought, I thought that was interesting. Um, does it, do you understand it correctly that by using different parts of the body to write a letter stimulates uh, different brain areas? so that yes. um, it activates parts of the brain that may not have been activated or that may have to be um, firstly activated before a child can really learn? Well, what it does, it actually stimulates uh, at, at the same time, simultaneously, the five functions of the brain. So let's say I'm asking you to write, to imagine that you are writing the letter R in capitals, 
with your right shoulder. So your brain has to talk to your body, to your shoulder, to strategize, how am I going to do this, right? So you're writing that you actually drawing this with your shoulder, but then the other area of memory and recall, how is it that I'm writing R? Your brain has to actually picture it, you see? So then there's a memory and recall that goes into that, the creativity of it all, the analytical uh, function of your brain works in that. And then kinesthetic, you are learning with the body. So you're going to do it with the right shoulder. And then you're going to do it backwards with the left shoulder. You're going to write capital R with two shoulders at the same time in opposite directions. And then you might start writing with your elbow. You might start writing rows with the incursive in running writing with your elbow several times. Can you do it backwards? Can you do it with the left? Can you write it with your knee? This is how it is. You know, you, you pick a word and you write it in several different ways with several parts of the body. It engages all these uh, areas of the brain and gets all these neurons firing. That's how it works. Yeah, that's fascinating. For me, that's like uh, that neuroplasticity in in practice and uh, I find it really fascinating because a lot of children they are just it, they find it really really impossible to retain information and it seems like it's easier to retain information if it has been a brain area that has just been activated and by using it does it need repetition or does it just need the variation of doing things in different ways well, the, we tried not to have too much repetition. Although the, the program has got 21 different tools, that means different patterns that are addressing different uh, areas of the body that we will want to stimulate. Uh, but this is, you know, the brain is involved in all of them. Uh, we stress in this particular program that we mustn't have a repetition, so much repetition. It's like you, you've got a surprise, you've got to be spontaneous. So, okay, today we're going to, you know, we're going to write cat. Let's say we write, we're learning animals, you know. So we're going to do the animals, all sorts of animals, the animals of Africa. Next time it's going to be different animals, so different music, so that we don't get stuck in doing things the same way. But it's, you know, our brain is stimulated the same, but we are having a variety as well. But, of course, I understand that in some areas of learning, the repetition is actually good. So if that is the case, you adapt it to be slower and a little bit more repetitive for a while until the person or the child is able to have more variety. It can be adapted to any, any need, really, because I know that in some areas of learning, you need repetition to actually have the, the subject really sink in. So it depends how you want to use it, really. Okay. Yeah, but I believe, I believe you're right. Um, I know for a fact that the, the kids I'm working with are not very keen on repetition. So by having a creative way of looking at it and opening up a different variety of ways to do the same thing is probably a lot more attractive for them than to go through the motions. And um, you know, I so I, I know you're on the right you're on the right um, path there because repetition, like it is provided in schools, is often not very advantageous for those kids because they are rebelling against um, boring. Yes, they are rebelling the against repetition. Actually, yeah, yeah. Yes. Because really, 
when you think about it, if you do things in the same way, your brain goes to sleep. Yes. Yes. This is what happens. So then we have the neuroplasticity is about surprising the brain all the time. You know, the ability of the brain to change itself. But we have to give it new things to learn. Yes. So therefore, if you've done it with uh, your shoulders several times, you're not going to do it with your shoulders. Try and do it now with your belly button. Do it with your nerves. You know the writing. I mean, the, the, uh, you, you've got to always go to somewhere that you don't get so used to it that your brain goes... For a snooze, you have to keep your brain sharp and active, and this is where you have to surprise it all the time. That's neuroplasticity. That's what stretches the brain. That's what kids love. You see, in the classroom, you know, with children, you know, they are so imaginative. Okay, how do you do this? And they come and they, they bring their own ideas. It's really exciting for them. You know, they, it's, it's, it's alive. It's, it's, a, it's a living form of education. I, I absolutely agree, and I'd love to see that in a school setting because I'm sure, as you said, you have teachers who are using it and who are trained in ageless grace. So that would be really interesting to see how they work in a class setting and having all the kids um, preparing them for a lesson that way. That would be a very interesting. Absolutely. You see, if, they, if they, they're going to do a, a class on, on biology, they will start doing a, one of the movement patterns called, called uh, zoology, and they're going to reenact animals, they're going to sound like the animals and all that. But, you see, the, 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 the brilliant thing is that there is only one rule in here, because, I mean, obviously kids need to be free, and they have a lot of energy, but there's only one rule, is that everyone has to be in their chair, stay in their chair. You cannot leave your chair. So you have to do all these things in the chair. You can be as wild as you want, but in your chair. So this is also helping the teachers to actually, you know, contain the children because if you give them, you know, the the free will of just running everywhere, it's, it's actually not helping the class. But this is, all the energy is spent in the chair with imagination and, and kids can go wild and they absolutely love it. You know, the teachers who are working in schools uh, with the Ageless Grace, they, they, they absolutely uh, love it. There, there is a whole program called Ageless Grace for Kids that is, um, you know, also, I mean, it's a program in itself that people are trained to do. Yeah. yeah I'm excited that you are actually going to be a trainer for other uh, facilitators to this, use yeah, this system. is in the making, and I mean, I'm about to contact now the um, the creator of the program, Denise Medved, and um, she's the only one who trains her trainers. And uh, while I thought that uh, this time of um, social um, uh, distancing is probably a good time for me to do my training uh, for trainers, because in the future I could be training teachers, I could be training, you know, physiotherapists who work in uh, uh, in rehab and stuff like that because it's actually good in the medical setting. It's good for dementia. It's good for Parkinson's. It's good for education. It's good for 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 mothers who just haven't, you know, who don't do anything during the day when their kids are at school. It's, it's good for the older generation. It's good for everybody. It's ageless. You know, this is what it is. It's ageless. It's a different way of learning. 
I love your enthusiasm. So, I love your enthusiasm, Rosemary, because that's really the passion is coming across, and I'm sure there is a lot of tutors and teachers and parents out there who would love to know more about it, who would love to learn it, so that they can use it with their child or with their student in class or at home, because they're often having a very hard time to find a creative way of um, bringing information across in a different way that suits those children. And I think you yeah. really have, you really have found that key, which is very, very useful. And um, I would really want you to give people a way of contacting you or finding out where to find you. Um, because if not at the moment, you may be training, but you may be able to do classes or online programs. And I'm sure you work something out because you're very creative yourself. Uh, so where do people find you? Okay, so first of all, if people want to find me, you can find me at movingforjoy at gmail.com. This is my email address. My phone number is 0425-316-848. And I have a Facebook page, which is www.facebook.com, movingforjoy. Now, if uh, people want to know more about the program Ageless Grace. There is a website for Australasia, which is www.agelessgraceoneword.com.au. But if you want to know, to, to have a look at the American website, which is where the the program was created, is www.agelessgraceoneword.com. I mean, not AUC. And so you can really see everything about the program. You, there is a lot of information on the website. And uh, what we're doing in Australia at the moment, we are, uh, what I'm doing personally is trying to uh, set up, um, at this time of isolation, we uh, set up some Zoom 30-minute classes, which I'm just working on, uh, probably available from next week. Um, because I can't actually give classes out in the, in the public at the moment. Yeah, that's a but really, really actually good way because that's one of, the, uh, one of the programs that can be very easily facilitated via Zoom, I suppose, because it's in a chair and it's easily vis visible in via Zoom and or online, via an online program. So I believe exactly. that's, a, that's a really good way of... of, of coming across at this time and later you are physically at the central coast in Terrigal exactly so that would be something if people are in your area to get in touch with you and find out if there is a course you are holding or whether there is a way a group that you want to have or that they want to have animated by you yes exactly and I was thinking also that um, for parents who at the moment are homeschooling their kids or for parents who all usually homeschool their kids that would be something interesting to add into their their routines to have you know uh, a segment of ageless grace here and there because uh, uh, what the program comes with is a challenge a 21 day challenge for people who want to take it up is to do 10 minutes of ageless grace every day because over 21 days, you create a new habit. This is what science says about anything that you want to, you know, a new habit that you want to acquire or create. So uh, anyone who's homeschooling and wants to have something to uh, lighten up 
the day to uh, lighten up the load, to make it more fun and interesting, this is possibly the right thing to, to have. And, and I would say that a uh, one-on-one uh, session with a parent and a child, you know, through um, um, Skype or Zoom or whatever format, you know, is available, uh, would be fantastic. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. I think that would be absolutely fantastic because there are so many people who homeschool children and the reason why they usually homeschool children is because they do not fit into an, uh, mm-hmm. a traditional classroom. They have uh, maybe a neurotypical way of learning and it is not really helpful to just work with the curriculum of um, they're required to follow if they haven't got additional help. If they don't have someone who gives them a way of learning in a different in a different uh, fashion, and I think that's where yeah. this system is absolutely brilliant. And I really hope a lot of parents can take advantage of that and can follow on your new programs. And I'm sure they come up on your website when your new courses via Zoom or via an online course are available. I think that would be extremely valuable. Yeah, and then you know, uh, I mean, I can take. I can actually uh, design a course for uh, a particular uh, person, particular child. You know, what what do they need to learn? Is that mathematics that uh, is the problem? So there is a specific uh, tool that works more on the maths, on you know the body maths. It's called body maths actually. Uh, and so it depends. You know what? That is fascinating. I didn't even realize you can actually fine-tune it or personalize it, that is even better. Of course, you can, you, I can personalize it because, you know, the, the, you've got, uh, I don't know how much time we've got here, but I mean, I've spoke about spelling with the body. This is just one of the movement tools. The other one is about releasing tension. The other one is about moving the joints of our body uh, in, in, in any way you can. And we have 360 joints, so there's fun. You know, we can find all sorts of ways. There is some, there is the one pattern where we work on geometry, on doing a geometrical shape with one body part and on one side of the body and another, a different shape on the other side of the body. And sometimes we even combine three. You know, there is lower body function, there is the upper body function, there is the spinal flexibility, which is so important. There is expressing ourselves, acting out stuff, you know, slow, continuous movement, pretending that we're using tools of any kind. The mathematics, you know, how much, you know, counting and uh, repeating patterns, clapping at different times, doing one, you know, one pattern on one side of the body, one pattern on the other side, a different rhythm, different music, the hand and fingers, dexterity, hand-eye coordination, balancing, breathing, animals, you know, it's, uh, the, the, the list goes on, it's 21 patterns all together. 21 patterns all together. So you, 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 there's a lot you can do, really. Wow, I, I'm really blown away. I'm sure we can use that in so many ways. And I have to have another talk to you about it um, because I think we can incorporate that a little bit in the one-year one school as well. And I think that would be a really valuable part in one of the lessons to do body work. And we talk about that in another ta- on another time because we are running out of time here, but 
Oh, thank you so much for all the information, and I can see you obviously a, a really a real well of uh, knowledge and wisdom here. And I thank you so much for sharing it with us. And I wish you all the best, Rosemary. And I hope that we're talking again very soon. Thank you very much, Barbara. It was a real pleasure. Thanks for having me. Did you know that 43.7% of Australians between the ages of 15 and 74 are functionally illiterate, according to a recent OECD survey? Yes, most of them can read, but basic literacy is not enough to effectively participate in today's life. If you have to read a text several times to fully understand, you may be dyslexic. That doesn't mean you should work harder or study longer, quite the opposite. I've created a brand new audio program entitled Focus and Read. This course will give you all the tools to focus, read and comprehend. And the program is absolutely free. It's my gift to say thank you for subscribing to the One Year School podcast and joining our community that helps our bright visual students to acquire the skills necessary to step into the vision of the future that they desire. So register right now simply by visiting theoneyearschool.com. So www.theoneyearschool.com and click on Focus and Read. Unlike school, The One Year School helps you to use your own creativity to learn differently, to read without repeating, to write with confidence and upgrade literacy and numeracy.